This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Aho, McKinnon, Teravine up front. Hamilton and Slavin who connected on the goal. Hamilton with it again. He wrists He scores! The series is over! Jacob Slavin sending the Hurricanes into the second round! It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski and Chris Ranji here. We'll talk some Stanley Cup playoffs. Pete Jensen in just a moment. Want to remind BetQL users that uh, you can now access your own betting records, win percentage, and ranking within the BetQL community with the new My Stats feature. See personal betting history and per sport performance and route to becoming a better, more informed better. Here's what you have to do with simple uh, guys just a few easy steps. You open the BetQL app, select a sport, and click the games tab. Click the thumbs up next to the bet that you plan on making. I'm on Twitter at Joe0670, Chris Ranji, at Chris Ranji. And um, as far as last night's action, Ranj, uh, Caroline advances. They win 4-3 in overtime. Montreal wins to extend the series 4-3 in overtime. Uh, the way that Kane's uh, series started, I did not think Nashville was going to put up that much of a fight. And uh, to, to just... Make it go six games. I know Preds fans not happy today that their season is over, but uh, to to extend that one out to six in, in the gotta have it game, it's not like the Canes ran over them. They needed to go to extra time, so it was uh, pretty impressive by Nashville. Uh, yeah, I, I suppose it was, and and it does feel like a team that's been uh, trending in this direction now for a few seasons. They had that championship window. I think that's closed on them. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, let's bring in Pete Jensen at NHL Jensen on Twitter, NHL Senior Fantasy Editor, NHL Fantasy Podcast. Check them out, NHL Network. And uh, Pete, what do you know? We had two games last night. One series wraps up, but the key here is it's been the trend throughout this first round. Two more end up going to overtime. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's been uh, amazing overtime. Uh, you know, for anybody uh, looking to predict those sort of things, you've You've seen it hit more times than not. Uh, it's very evenly matched. I think even when you look ahead to the second round, this has a chance to be, I know we still have uh, Vegas and Minnesota, you know, finishing things up. And, of course, uh, the Canadians stayed alive last night against the Maple Leafs. There's going to be some nice theater with uh, that rivalry, historically speaking, with that series going to game six. But I just think that the competitive balance is stronger than ever to the point where the second round could shape up to be one of the most exciting that we've seen in the league, you know, since I've been working for the league, really. So this whole past like decade or so, it's, it's usually the first round has upsets and is crazy exciting. And then it tapers off. Not so much here when you're looking at series like 
maybe Vegas, Colorado, Tampa Bay, Carolina, Islanders, Boston. I mean, incredible matchups and really ones that are toss-ups, in my opinion, each one of them. Yeah, and so before we get to some of those series uh, or, or what happens in the next round, tonight's game, anytime it's a Game 7, I, I think can be a toss-up just because it's, hey, it's hockey. You've gotten this far. Um, anybody can win this one. But do you have a lean for tonight's game? Well, Minnesota has all the momentum right now, and there's one really telling stat on Vegas's end. Normally, you look at it if the team has, say, 35, 40 shots in a game, their chances of winning are extremely high. That said, the Vegas Golden Knights have been a bit snake-bitten, uh, you know, the past two postseasons. They're 1-7, and seven, if you can believe it, in games when they've had 40-plus shots in a game. So that dates to last year's second round when they nearly lost to the Vancouver Canucks. Same thing, the offense went silent as the series went on against the Dallas Stars, who ended up going to the Cup Final. And then so far in this series, I mean, we saw them win one game when they had 40-plus shots, but also lose another. That Game 5 was so lopsided. So, And I think that with uh, Vegas, there's so much pressure on this team. The expectations are, like, too high every year. You know, the goaltending tandem is outstanding, but they may not even go to Robin Leonard at all in this series because it's been flurry playing so well. But, you know, in terms of a lean, I think Minnesota has all the momentum. I think they have some key players on separate lines that could explode in this game seven, Kirill Kaprizov on one line and Kevin Fiala on another. And we're at the point in this series where it's so starved for offense that if they get a goal from each of those guys and you tell me that they're going to score two goals in this game or more, I really like Minnesota's chances, and that's me flip-flopping a little bit because I picked Vegas Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the series, but just from what I've seen from Minnesota, I think there's a really realistic chance that they could pull the upset. Pete, games one through six, the total was five and a half, and uh, for tonight, they make it five. Uh, Do you have a play there, expecting a low-scoring affair or what? Well, the goaltendings are out. The goalies are outstanding with whether it's Flurry or Leonard. Leonard's record in the regular season uh, was amazing. I mean, so lopsided, almost as good as Flurry when he played. I mean, he missed time because of a concussion, but when he came back, he was lights out. On the other side, Cam Talbot has been one of the most surprising goalies in the league for fantasy this year. Also, like just the top four defense in front of him with guys like Spurgeon and Brodeen and Ryan Suter and Matt Dumba. I mean, they have one of the best top four defensive fronts in the league. These are two of the best defensive teams in the whole NHL. So, I mean, that would lend toward, uh, you know, tight checking, um, low scoring game based on the series as well. One X factor could be uh, Max Pacioretty, the best finisher on the Golden Knights, has not yet played in this series. So definitely keep a keen eye on that. He's been labeled as a game-time decision for multiple games of this series. You'd think with the pressure mounting, if he is healthy or remotely healthy, they might give him a go. I mean, we don't know yet, but keep a keen eye on that because that could tilt the ice a little bit, give Vegas the confidence they need, and maybe a goal from Pacioretty in his return uh, would do the the job. So keep an eye on that storyline because it's a significant one in terms of Vegas bouncing back offensively here. I am a huge Colorado Avalanche fan, and by fan, I mean I think they're the best team left. Uh, 
at least in my yeah. opinion, and I, I don't know if uh, if everybody agrees with me, but they are certainly difficult. And I've been saying this a lot. It's a team that's been building up to this. It feels like to me because they have been at minimum over the last two to three seasons, a really tough out. Do you think they're the best team that, that still remains? So my pick from the beginning of the year was Colorado over Carolina. I heard you guys talking about Carolina against Nashville. I was a bit disappointed in Carolina and their performance against the Predators. I know Soros stood on his head. I know Nashville's defense is still strong, but um, you know Carolina's up there in terms of the possession dominance. They just need more from some of their big dogs, like mainly Andre Svechnikov, to join that conversation with a team like Tampa Bay, who they're going to be playing in the next round, and, and Colorado. If I were to rank them right now, I'd say Colorado's the best team, Tampa Bay's a close second, and then Third is certainly up for grabs between, you know, Vegas if they advance and, you know, definitely the Boston Bruins showing some metal and the Islanders are going to give them a tough series, I think. Um, I think the Islanders are being overlooked um, in the marketplace right now. So the Islanders can go toe-to-toe with anyone. They could shut down any line in the league. But, yeah, to answer your question, I have been on the Avalanche all along, past two postseasons. They've been on the cusp of getting to the conference final, losing in game sevens both years. I think this is the year, whether they play Vegas or Minnesota, uh, that they break through and get to the final four where they'll have a matchup advantage against pretty much everybody they play. And if you're looking maybe at a Colorado-Tampa Cup final, I think uh, that would be one of the best possible matchups with the defending champs going up against this up-and-coming young team that is finally hitting its stride. And also... For Colorado, I mean, you can make the argument that they need the rest more than anyone. So they're going to be watching this game tonight. they got a couple extra days of rest. The only thing that can hold back the Colorado Avalanche is if guys are missing from their lineup. Like, we know Kadri suspended until at least, you know, he could come back for game seven. That's unfortunate, but they still have the depth. If, you know, during the regular season, the only thing that held back the Avalanche were COVID-19 protocol and injuries. So, that's nitpicking where you're saying, oh, if this guy gets injured, if the Avalanche are healthy, they are the best team, in my opinion, as well. This is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski and Chris Raji. Our guest is Pete Jensen at NHL Jensen on Twitter. You can find his work at, over at the NHL Network. And Pete, uh, looking ahead to round number two, we have uh, two series that are all set, as you, as you just alluded to. And we have some series, series prices uh, the Bruins are minus 230 against the Islanders. I, I was uh, plus 180. And then we've got the Tampa Bay Lightning minus 139 in their series against Carolina, uh, the dog at plus 114. Of these uh, two second round matchups already set, do you feel like you, you have a good grasp on either of them, how it's going to play out? It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. 
It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, it's tough to say with the Carolina series. I mean, I think Carolina is a better version of the Florida Panthers. And then, like, with the Florida Panthers, if they had their top defenseman, Aaron Ekblad, healthy for this past series, you really could make an argument. And I would have thought that Florida could have actually won that series against the defending champs. They played better in a number of games and maybe deserved a little bit better. Uh, but Tampa Bay's power play dominance was just too much. And the return of Kucherov and Stamkos, I mean, that big five um, is as good as any elite group of players on any NHL team over the past two decades. So they might even be stronger than they were last season. And that was a tough draw for Florida. I think Florida might have beaten almost anybody else that they played in the league had they been matched up against someone else, whether, you know, with the exception of Tampa Bay and Colorado. So tough draw for them uh, heading into the off season. But yeah, I do think that the Islanders are underestimated all the time in the playoffs and they're one of the most reliable teams uh, in general, like no matter what you're doing out there. So I think they're overlooked all the time. Barry Trotz is the best coach in the NHL. We say that every year because it's true. And then, you know, their secondary scoring, these guys step up in such a huge way every year in the playoffs. Uh, the Islanders have four of the top 16 scorers in the league and not even including Matthew Barzell. It's like Beauvillier, Nelson, you know, Pajot and Josh Bailey. So, you know, totally guys elevating their game at the most important time of year. And this has been a trend for a few years now. So I think, you know, it's a bit of disrespect to see the Bruins favored by so much in the series. Mm -hmm. And especially considering the Islanders, you know, played really well against the Bruins in the regular season. I know that the Bruins won a couple of the last few games, but um, I think it was like five, two and one or something that the Islanders were in the season series. So, um, don't underestimate the Islanders this time of year. The Toronto Maple Leafs are an intriguing team to me um, just because of the amount of talent they've got. And they do have a 3-2 lead. They lost last night in overtime to Montreal. But um, there, there's something about Toronto that is just that that is really dangerous. Uh, is, is that a team that you think, even though, you know, I know we're talking about Colorado and and probably going to a Stanley Cup final. Is that a team that has the capability of doing that, getting to that, um, you know, that round? I mean, they have a couple of things working against them. I think the strength of the Canadian division is a weakness that could lead to whichever team comes out, you know, having a rude awakening in the final four for a team like Toronto or Winnipeg or with the long shot if Montreal gets there. Um, I do think that, like the Maple Leafs would need John Tavares back in order to compete with a team like Colorado or, or Boston or even the Islanders or, you know, some of these teams like the Hurricanes or Lightning. I mean, those are the teams they would probably match up with in the final four. I do think that this is the year we've, we've known it all along that the Leafs really had a great chance to break through and win their first playoff series since 2004. I do believe that they will win one of the final two games and get there um, based on expectations, even with Tavares likely out for the rest of the series with um, 
his uh, he had a concussion, obviously very scary play, and also a knee injury uh, on that play. So that's unfortunate for one of their best players. But the Maple Leafs uh, have been a nice story this year. They have actually been one of the most consistent teams in the league. So many other teams out there fall into three, four game losing streaks. And Leafs, you could say, are arguably one of the most consistent teams in the whole league based on their regular season performance. But obviously having a bit of trouble here without John Tavares, without Nick Foligno. Um, but their goalie, Jack Campbell, has been one of the best storylines of the whole season. Mm-hmm. He's like nearly undefeated in the regular season, and he's been up to the task so far in the playoffs. So putting the goalie, the goalie uh, debates to rest is uh, step one for Toronto to make a deep playoff run. Pete Jensen at NHL Jensen on Twitter. Make sure you're following because he's the NHL senior fantasy editor, NHL fantasy podcast, NHL network, all over the place. A busy, busy man uh, during this great time of the year. Pete, enjoy game seven and the rest of the playoffs. All right. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to the second round starting on Saturday and also uh, the game six of Toronto, Montreal. And we just dropped a new episode of NHL fantasy on ice where we were talking you know, DFS and and sports betting stuff, like in addition to what we just talked about. So go check it out, NHL Fantasy on Ice, and thanks for having me. Perfect. Thank you, Pete. Appreciate it. Uh, Ranji, best thing for the NHL, Vegas and Toronto, right? Move on? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I no think the, in, the, the intrigue uh, that Toronto has just from, you know, the Canadian market, absolutely. And Vegas, well, you know, they've, they've yeah. done a lot for the league. Yeah. Yeah. It's Ostrowski and Raji, BetQL Daily coming up next. Today's MLB card on the BetQL Audio Network.